Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought, episode number 163. We like to keep this one short and sweet. We don't talk about too many different topics, but a couple will definitely be of interest to you all. Uh, We talk a little bit about my trip that I took the other day. Trip, quote unquote. You'll get the meaning of that very shortly. And then again, we talk a little bit about just kind of life choices, reflections, what it all means. Is it preordained? Is it not? How much, uh, how much choice do we really have in certain decisions? So with that being said, episode number 163 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> Why don't you start from uh, just start from the beginning? At what point did you realize there was a problem when we tried to record the other day? It was the point where I could not find the headphones that I was supposed to use, and so I was running around trying to find them. They were the blue headphones that you've seen before. Right. So I can't find I can't find them anywhere. I thought that I'd used them for the last recording. Wasn't sure where I put them, and then I had these that were somewhere. And I didn't realize that they were at the office and not, you know, where I was at the time. And so I was running around trying to find any other possible audio recording device. And bro, I mean, I was shocked to see how many my, like, that were just laying around the house. Various, various headphones with the headsets, you could record on it. But none of them worked. Not you. You saw me. I was. I was going one after another. It just. I loved how uh, <sighs> when Man. I saw you, I was like, "Oh, he's looking pretty serious." Because you had the big headphones, the gamer headphones that even had the little microphone that would flip down, that lit up, and then you tried another set of gamer headphones, <laughs> and very quickly I realized, you know, I don't. I don't think this episode's going to happen today. Ricks is too flustered. He doesn't have his headphone situation under control. I might be able to take my nap after all. So that was kind of the uh, instigating factor of my anxiety of trying to get it all sorted out within a period of time where, I mean, when it comes to a certain point, I try everything. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But look, you want to take a nap and I'm assuming you got a time frame for that nap. So here I am kind of scrambling and just trying to find something, any piece of technology that is able to serve as both a headphone and a recording device. And not, not, not a single one. I just, my, my frustration level ended up going through the roof, but (laughs) yeah. It's like, okay. After, after we passed the deadline, I mean, just take a pause. It is what it is. Like, it wasn't going to happen. Dude, so (laughs) this is really funny. So on Tuesday, I was supposed to go to Newport Beach to go meet a friend who was in town on business, which Newport Beach is about about an hour away from L.A. And so I was going to drive down there. I was going to carpool. And uh, with some other friends. And so because I know the the pattern, behavioral pattern that some people have, for example, right. when they say, you know, let's leave at 
11 o'clock. You show up at 1045. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock and nothing's happening. 11.15, nothing's happening. 11.30, nothing's happening. It's like, I fucking know better. Like, I know I know better. I fucking know better. So I was like, this is not going to happen to me. I know this is going to happen. And so he's like, oh, you know, come over right now. And I was like, all right, I'll be over in 30 minutes. I show up like an hour later because I know, you know, time frame and everything. I'm trying to adjust. And so I go over there. And on the way over, and I know too, like knowing this person, we could, we could be driving there, but we also could end up taking some random route that could put us out of the way. So I'm just preparing for just absolute misery, just in case, right? I'm mentally preparing for that. And in that preparation, I think to myself, well, I'm not going to be driving, and I could be waiting a while. There could be traffic on the way down there. And once we get there, we'll be at the beach. So maybe I'll just take like a little quarter tab of acid. <laughs> so <laughs> I do. No shit. Really? Do like a little quarter tab. Yeah. Do a little quarter tab. And I get to my friend's apartment. I put it in. When I'm driving there, because it takes 45 minutes or so to kick in. So I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And of course, like, he's sleeping. I'm with his roommate, and he's sleeping. I'm like, well, what the fuck? And sure enough, like, an hour goes by, and we're we're still there. I start to feel it kick in a little bit. And some of the, the acid that I had, I took some in January, and I took a half half of a tab and it was a little bit too much and so the other times that i tried it i tried like several months ago i tried a quarter of a tab and it wasn't enough i think it started to die because it could go bad after a while so it wasn't as potent right and so that's why i only took a little quarter and so i start to feel it kind of i feel it but i'm not like hallucinating you know and i wasn't trying to trip balls i just wanted to get a little high so I feel it a little bit. I'm like, all right, let's pop this other quarter in. Let's kick it up a notch because I know where this is going based on previous experience. I've taken a quarter tap. I kind of feel high. Nothing really happens. I'm disappointed. So now I'm back at that stage. Let's pop another quarter in. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Then like, I don't know, 20 minutes later, uh, Dan's like, oh, I'm not going to go anymore. Like I can't or whatever. And Kyle and I are looking at each other like, well, what the fuck? Like, the, you were the one that was going to drive, and Kyle wants to go see his sister, and I'm not going to drive because I'm tired of driving all the time. So I was like, don't worry. I'll just see if I can drive down on Friday. I just – I need t- today, my day off, to just not drive or do anything. Um, and so then I was like, well – I better get my ass home before this other quarter tab kicks in, just in case. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I start driving home, and I start to feel it a little bit. I'm like, I just feel high. I don't, I don't see weird shit. Like my, my, uh, my visual and uh, audio 
you know, senses are not impaired. I just kind of feel it in my body a little bit high, you know? So I'm like, well, fuck it. May as well. Um, oh, and one of my buddies, one of my neighbors down the hall was like, hey, Victor, I'm doing DoorDash right now. If you do DoorDash, if you do X amount of uh, drives in within 60 days, you get $400 and I get you know, $1,800, but I'll split mine with you. So we both get $1,100. I'm like, fuck it. All right, I'll do that. So I'm driving around and I'm like, well, shit, I got to get the, some of these drives done before I plan on going home for the fall. And so I started doing some DoorDash orders. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. Maybe we'll just do a couple of DoorDash orders. So I sign on. I do two orders and I'm like, yeah, this, okay, whatever. Like this acid is it's fine. It's, I feel high, but whatever. I was like, should I do one more trip? Should I do one? Uh, I'll do one more trip. So I do one more DoorDash uh, de- uh, delivery. I make the stop. And I'm like, all right, now I'm driving home. And I'm driving home, driving home. It's like a 15-minute drive from where I was. After a few minutes, I'm like, well, I kind of feel a little bit more high. Okay, whatever. And it's like kicking in, kicking in, kicking in. And because I'm not sitting there like waiting to be high, you know, I'm just going about my business. It's kicking in, kicking in, kicking in. I'm like, I feel pretty freaking good right now. Okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like my – I I feel pretty high, but nothing's really looking crazy, but – Oh, whoa, shit. Yep, I am pretty fucking high right now. (laughs) And so I'm like, thank goodness I'm only, I don't know, five or six minutes away from my apartment because I start feeling it kick in and nothing's crazy wavy or anything, but I definitely feel it. I'm like, I should definitely get home. I feel perfectly comfortable driving. I'm, I'm not freaking out or anything. I'm like, all right, better get home pretty quick. I get home. I park the car. I get in my apartment. And I'm like, I just need to go for a walk. So, but before I go for a walk, I hadn't eaten anything. I'm going to eat something really quick and then go to Runyon. And then it fucking hits me <laughs> in my apartment. And I'm like, whoa, Victor, slow the fuck down. You just got to sit down for 10 minutes and just let this thing do its thing. And the crazy thing is, oh, you can't see it. But this, uh, I have this, uh, this framed art behind me on my wall. So yesterday morning, or not yesterday morning, that morning, I'm in the courtyard and I see these two pieces of art in the courtyard. I'm like, that's strange. It's, you know, 7.30 in the morning. Like, I don't think someone just forgot these here. I think they maybe left them out here for someone to take. And I'm sitting out there for a while. So I'm like, I don't think anyone forgot these. I'm just going to, I'm going to take this because it looks really nice. And, uh, I'm going to grab it because I would be upset if I came by and saw it was gone and I didn't grab it. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, this would look really crazy on acid. Not knowing that a few hours later I would be back at my apartment on acid looking at this framed art on acid. Full circle. So it was, that was a kind of trippy. And anyway. So so did it come to like fruition? Well, did you realize when you came back and you were in that experience? Yeah. It was like, whoa. I was just uh, – I was like just thinking about this frame earlier life, today, yeah. how crazy it would be on acid, not knowing right. that the trip would get canceled. I'd call an audible and then come back home, you know? Right. And so 
I go to Runyon. I'm walking around for a while. I come back. I shower. I do more DoorDash for a couple hours. But, dude, it was the perfect level of high because I did acid in January. And for a little bit, I was like, I took too much. This is tripping me out too much. But it was like the perfect level because when I was tripping in my apartment, I very quickly, I could be like, oh, yeah, you're on acid. Like, I, I could... I could be cognitive pretty quickly if I wanted to, but it was just like the perfect dose because then after the hallucinations passed, uh, my wait, 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 hold but, on, back up, rewind. You gotta, you, you can't just say, and the hallucinations passed. Like, come on, dude. Dude, I don't know how. Okay, so here's the thing though there is no way to explain what it is like. To have the to be on acid, like, right. I can tell you what it's like, but you will not fully understand until you do it. Things right. kind of, I mean, I'll try my best, but everything is, uh, everything kind of shimmers, and it, it, things are wavy and kind of uh, have this gelatinous type vibe to it. Things, things breathe. Things are breathing. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah. there it was mild compared to what I went through in January. And so it was a perfect dosage because then once it passes, like, you can kind of still look at stuff and it's still a little bit wavy. But it's not like, whoa, this is some crazy shit. Uh, anyway, it was a great day. And then I came back after doing DoorDash in the evening because I was totally fine to drive. I, I was. I wasn't being sarcastic. Um, I come back. And I see some of my neighbors in the courtyard, and uh, we were just drinking and smoking, and one of them had hash. And then I was like, damn, this is a fucking crazy day. I told them, I was like, it's like, yeah, this is a crazy day for me. I've done acid, weed, hash, and I'm drinking. And they all just started laughing. But I, I needed that day. I needed that day to just fucking completely unwind. And it was interesting because I rarely drink. I don't smoke very often. Rarely don't do acid that often. I can't remember to tell you the last time I did hash, but all those things coalesced in one day. And it was just like a bitching day. How would you describe that experience? I guess is it. I mean, I didn't all do it at the, once. Like that day, I did acid, and then I'm hanging uh, out, and the acid kind of worn off, and I got a bottle of wine because I felt like it, and then. I happen to have some weed, and then my neighbor had hash. So I'm like, I'm not doing these things all at once. I was no right that. on my best day of experiencing stuff like that. I cannot imagine what it would be like to have all those things together at the same time. And the cool thing too, while I, I was driving around doing DoorDash, is like it was just it was great to just unwind and just reflect on thoughts and past experiences and everything so it was just like that whole day was just everything that i needed a day to be at that particular moment in time so well and i don't know if you're this way at all either for me i mean especially recently i feel like i have been reflecting more and more on the past like the past you know recent past kind of thing where personal experiences stuff like that just like oh man but there are also good things that are kind of in the works. And so, like with you, I think to myself, okay, well, you know, at this at, at this 
stage of transition where we're moving from one place to another, it's kind of good to reflect from where we've come because that kind of, for me anyway, I'm using that as a motivator to try and right boost where it is that I hope to go. So I don't know. Well, one of the things I was thinking of was I was like, damn, like is our people's is the trajectory of people's lives preordained? Like how much choice do we really have? Because I was reflecting on just choices that I've made that I was like, well, was I going to end up where I am regardless or could my life be completely different if I just did one thing different a few months ago or a year ago or whatever? And it was it's a bit of a mind fuck because it's like you almost want to – you almost want to – I don't know if dwell is the right word, but you think back and it's like, shit, what if I just did this? But here I am here, and it's like, again, it's a mindfuck. It's like, what the hell? And so you're kind of wrestling with wrestling with past decisions and experiences, but also making peace with things that were unsettling, but also looking forward or appreciating things that you didn't quite see from the angle that you do right now. Right, and I do think this is something that basically it's, it's kind of the core of my essence where I literally had everything. I had the perfect job. I had the perfect trajectory in life and I was on that path. And because of circumstances that kind of like, I, it it was my fault. Like I ended up, (laughs) I ended up befalling these various like horrible things that happened. And I think to myself, yeah, I mean, fuck if I had made one or two different decisions in my life, if I had done one or two things differently, we would not be having this conversation right now. This podcast wouldn't exist, literally. Like, one or two different decisions in my entire life. And, I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know if we would have this close of a, a, a friendship or relationship. Right. So, I mean, there, it's like a give and take because I value what you and I have so much. But at the same time, I also think to myself, you know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta appreciate in losing what was in front of you, what you gained kind of in the process. Right. And that's, that's where I fall. It's like, you know what? It, it really sucks. And it haunts my dreams to know that I had literally my, my dream vocation, my dream world scenario right in front of me. And I, I was responsible for like letting that go and uh, and yet here I am with you right now where this is, this has been so fulfilling. So that's I don't know. true. Have you it's, ever seen, it's, it's a um, give and take. Have you ever seen the movie, the adjustment bureau? I think so. Yes. Do you know what I'm yeah. talking? Do you know what that movie's about? So Matt Damon's character is a politician who is on track to become the president. I think during the movie they work on becoming the, I think it, I can't remember if he's already a presidential nominee or if he's working to become a presidential nominee and then he does or something like that. Yeah, Emily Blunt. And so um, Emily Blunt and Matt Damon, they like meet on a bus or they somehow meet, right? But if they have a relationship, then he doesn't become president of the United States. And so the Adjustment Bureau are like these uh, these men 
that work behind the scenes that manipulate events in order to progress mankind. And uh, they do this crazy shit, like they wear these certain hats and these coats and they walk through doors and they are in another room that's not there if a regular person were to open it. Like, it's crazy. But anyway, what they do is they try and manipulate, they try and make it so that they, they never meet up again. I, I can't remember the exact detail. So that they never meet up again. But then somehow, like, they meet up again by chance. And they have these little, like, notepads that have these lines going through them that they read that um, that kind of tell you the trajectory of where people's lives are going that they're that they're looking at. Anyway, during the movie, they try and be together. He figures out what the adjustment bureau is, and the whole idea is like, no, Matt Damon's character is supposed to be president. If you two have a relationship, that will not come to fruition. We cannot allow that because the best case scenario ends up with Matt Damon's character being the president. Eventually what happens, well, I'm not going to say eventually what happens, but that's what the movie is about. It's like, no matter how, you know, no matter how much effort you put into making certain decisions or choices, at the end of the day, will the universe or God or whomever find a way to steer you back to whatever path was outlined for you? So first of all, props to your filmography and ability <laughs> to to recount recount the uh the the essence of a film like that yeah i don't know man i this is something that i really struggle with because for me i do think and this is something gosh i was really hoping this would be like a happy episode or stuff so i, I like i don't want to dwell on this there are certain things that are coming together and hopefully i'm able to find that new direction that i can hurtle off into the in, into the at, uh, the exosphere yeah. and be able to do what it is that I, I feel called to do in the world. But man, it feels like every time I've applied my talents for the past five years, and there have been five different experiences that I have had that chance to, you know, the, the galaxy to collide. And for some reason it explodes. It's, it's, uh, it, it has been, just a really tough thing for me to kind of um, say. Well, you know, we were, you know, we're destined, we're destined to experience it because in the end, you know, we end up where we're supposed to be. I think to myself, man, the amount of shuttles that have exploded while I'm inside is just—it's <laughs> something that, yeah, man, it—it's not—it's not a fun experience, and I—I I don't know what to make of that. that. I, I've become a very cynical person. I feel like over the past couple of years. And that's something that's kind of coming to fruition right now where moves are in process of being made. And fuck if I know if, if I'm, like, making the right choice. I have no fucking clue. And it's hard for me to be like, oh, you know, this was all meant to be because here I'm going to be where it is that I'm going to be and it'll all be great. Man, I felt that before and far too often. And it has just destroyed me internally spiritually i just i'm a i'm a broken man my friend you should uh you ever see the movie groundhog day with bill murray bill murray yeah many years ago (laughs) it's been it's been far too long you know what it's about the day repeating over again there was a movie like that too it was um it was a very famous movie where it was like soldiers going into war and there was oh, this one oh, like with, super uh, soldier Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt is also in that movie uh yes Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt 
The Edge of Tomorrow. Is that what it's Edge called? Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Th- thank That's you. That's a solid one. I like that. Edge one of a lot. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So Groundhog Day, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Same sort of thing, right? Yes. Very Where it's similar. Like, yeah. And I've said that before too, where it feels like I'm living in like an alternative universe, and there's so many possibilities before me, and it's just a matter of knowing what path I'm gonna kind of go for but yeah right yeah it's like uh is this the right move i don't know but it's a fucking move so let's just go with it <laughs> i don't know man yeah that, that that's where it is <laughs> yeah dude life sometimes is just like fucking a and it doesn't help that it's currently 2020 you know the year of absolute dog shit yeah yeah that that's probably the best way to put it <laughs> Just when you think it can't get any worse, it does. And by now, because it's September, it's just like so many events have happened where it's like today could not be any worse. Oh, yes, it is. Tomorrow couldn't be any worse. Oh, yep, today is the worst day ever. No, today is the worst day ever. Nope, today is the worst day ever. So I was wondering, by the way, at the beginning of the year, wasn't it California fires? that had started off the year that that was like the big news story in January where there were, there were fires on the West coast in Australia. No, no oh, you, oh, West coast oh, uh, fires? California, yeah. Kobe Bryant died in. No, I know what you're talking about though. I got you. Oh, going back to the fire real quick. I was going to say is that, I mean, I've only been out here for almost two years and I've heard so much about fires that I, I can't keep track of them. You know, if you say the fire's back in January, I'm like, maybe, I believe you, I don't know, I can't recall. I'm glad that there hasn't been a uh, earthquake that's hit you guys in the midst of all the crazy fire stuff you've been dealing with, but also the Gulf Coast and the East Coast doing the hurricane dance of now they're into Greek alphabet letters or whatever, the Greek alphabet that we had talked about before, where... Yep, now now we're there. We're to I think we're alpha. I think is the newest one. Wait, we're in Greek alphabet letters? We, we've we, gone through so many. We we ran out of we ran out of the standard alphabet letters. Yeah. So they go through the standard alphabet like what do they do? Like let's say for example, they get to the letter P and then the following calendar year they start over. No, these are like depressions, like tropical depressions that don't form into storms. So, like basically 24, right? You go through the standard right. alphabet. 26. 26, yes, thank you. You go through the standard alphabet letter, um, and then afterwards, what do you do? And they have only had to deal with that once before, and that was that was decades ago, and that was the first time that they had to determine what they were going to do as a supplement for that. Ended up being the Greek alphabet. So, but what I'm saying is, you're going through the alphabet, right? At what point do they start back over with the letter A? Every year. I mean, they go through it. I, okay, I, that's what was, that was my original question. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was oh, my, like, sorry. Yeah, no. So I, every every new calendar year, they start over. Right, Got and it. I don't know the way that they actually name it. I haven't actually researched it. I just thought it was kind of very, um, yeah, weird, weird that we're like nine hurricanes in, and now we have to use the Greek alphabet for the first time in a couple of decades. 
I guess I don't know. I guess I've just been so busy. I don't really pay attention to that stuff. Where it's like hurricanes. Oh yeah, I, for me, I'm in earthquake and fire mode. And so when I hear about earthquakes or, or uh, hurricanes or tornadoes, it's like, oh yeah, there's other weather-related monstrosities that happen. Just because I'm always thinking about fire and earthquakes. I'm telling you, man, the Midwest, despite the heat and the cold, we are probably the safest place to be. I, I would, I would say. Come back, come back, come back, join us back in the Midwest and live a life of I'll be back the last week of uh, October. I know. And uh, hopefully you're going to not have to deal with, like, quarantine coming through. You're flying, right? I mean, I'm not going to go anywhere except, like, my – like, there's nothing to do except just be at my mom's house. I'd rather have an episode be short and sweet than long and, you know, just drawn out. But – I think that I think that concludes things for what is this episode one sixty three? Would you agree? Yeah, I think quick I little think that pr- quick little episode. Yeah. Until little, next time. Until next time.